9th and Dolores. Hey, everybody, it's 6 o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio, .fm and .sf. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, and we're all here to practice jokes and all that kind of fun stuff, the way the Joke Workshop works. The first, um, there's eight comedians, but tonight one of the comedians does not want comments in the fourth spot. So there's going to be seven comedians, which is nice because it gives us a little time. Um, But you'll do a four-minute set at three minutes. You'll hear the light. And I try to honk on a punchline if you're new. And uh, then you've got a minute after that. I turn on that microphone and other ones. And then you can give comments. I I take notes. I encourage you to take notes as well. But, um, you know, be specific with your comments and be helpful and nice. And supportive and clap your hands right now, everybody, for your first comedian. Everybody, it's Max Rosenblum. Yay! Hello, dudes. I, I honestly don't know why I'm wearing this. No one else is either. Um, so when I was six years old, my family moved us to a little town called Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ever heard of Milwaukee, Wisconsin? No, no never heard of w- Milwaukee is famous for a lot of things. It's famous for beer and cheese and sausage. Uh, you know what it's not famous for? Uh, Jews. Not a lot of Jews there, not too famous for Jews. Like, tax season is coming up, and if your accountant lives in Milwaukee, uh, you're fucked. I just want to let you know you're fucked. You owe thousands of dollars. Uh, There's probably an agent waiting for you at your house right now, and I cannot do anything to help you about that. I'm so sorry, because I grew up in Milwaukee. So, I am not good with my money. Uh, The other week, I booked a car I booked a rental car on a day that I wasn't going anywhere. That's what I did. Yeah. Wow, just totally lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, not, not a lot of Jews in Milwaukee. And so as a result, I've, I, I've, I experienced a sense of cultural otherness. Um, like, you know, uh, I experienced this word. Um, you know the word Islamophobia? Yeah, I experienced that, but for Jews. You, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I never really bothered to learn the name. It's something about asexuality or alien semen. I didn't... Not a lot of Jews in Milwaukee. There are about six Jews in Milwaukee. And you might be thinking, that's not even possible. There had to have been thousands of Jews. Here's the thing. like we, like we, I'm Jewish. I love the Jewish people. But we are an annoying people, okay? Six feels like a thousand. That's probably where you're... Experienced a sense of otherness. I uh, so I was I was growing up in a, in a, in, a, in an area that wasn't really built for me, you know. Like I didn't celebrate Christmas. I wasn't Catholic. When I was a kid, I staged a walkout. I staged a school walkout on Easter. Uh, it was a Sunday, so no one cared. They weren't there, but but now I uh, I'm 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 in a relationship with a woman who celebrates Christmas. So I'm a Jew who celebrates Christmas, which is just code code word for I've been domesticated by a white woman. That's what that's what that is. And we're a growing group of people, by the way, Jews who celebrate Christmas. Which is why I don't really get why people are so obsessed uh, uh, upset about the white supremacists walking through the streets. You know, they're always there with their signs talking about the Jews will not replace us. And I'm looking at my girlfriend who grew up in Virginia, Catholic. And I'm always like, bruh, you've been replaced. Okay. Uh, where was I going with this? This might be it here. I, just, I guess I don't know why the white supremacists don't realize that they are kind of winning. 
You know, because for every white, for every like white girl they lose, there's a nice Jewish boy on the other end dealing with that trauma. It's like, take the W and walk away, you know? Yeah, I, uh, all right, one more thing here. Um, my girlfriend, she's a, a murder aficionado. Anyone else know people like this? She's a murder aficionado. She loves anything and everything about murder. And uh, she told me a, st uh, a statistic recently, more of just like a story. It wasn't really a stat. She said uh, one of the things that really led to the uh, confluence and, uh, and uh, occurrence of uh, serial killers in the 80s was having dads who came back from World War II with PTSD and they fucked up their kids and they ended went on killing sprees. And the only thing I thought when she told me this was, yeah, but we had to win that war. You know what I mean? Like, like we sent men over there to defeat Nazism, and as a result, we got a little bit of toxic masculinity, and I think that's something we just have to deal with. All right, anyway, send me your notes. <laughs> now, to my face. <laughs> Put your hands together, everyone, for Max Rosenblum, yay! Look, there's a microphone out there. Yeah. And, um... And stuff. I can I can pull that one up. Sure. Oh. I'm oh, not gonna no, take that, notes. That I just have one. it. My phone going here. Oh yeah, and you can listen later on the podcast. Um, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um, you you um you talked about food in the beginning, but I felt like you could bring it back. Like, no Jews. There's not a bagel shop to be found, or something about because uh -huh. you started with other kinds of foods, and then I thought, oh, he sure. could make a reference to that. And then I feel like there's an opportunity after you say Jews are so annoying to make a list of like why. Yeah, I had, I, it was, I was going to say something always, always asking you if you're going to pick up after your dog or pay the, or when you've paid your HOA fees. I just totally forgot that line, but yeah. So I, you I had a list. Yeah. Cool. I have some stuff. Yeah. 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 But you could even put it back in like why Jews are annoying. Cause they celebrate Hanukkah and you can <laughs> like put it back in like, Oh, or your, and I thought the idea of white otherness is very, Fun. It's like you're yeah. part of it, but other than that, I enjoyed that. I didn't understand the you, you, job. Jews will not replace us, and then the girlfriend. I was just like, and you looked at it. You were like, ah! and I was like, I don't get. I don't understand. Do you so, need? An, you want an explanation? You, really well, quick? if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the the basic point is that um, I'm a. You know, there's the, really a Jews who celebrate Christmas is like a growing thing. And so as that grows, I go, everyone who gets really worked up about the white supremacists walking through the streets saying Jews will not replace us. I look at me and my girlfriend who celebrates Christmas grew up Catholic in the South. And I go, you've been replaced. So well, it's already happened. So there's, it's just. Uh, you know. But so, but Judy isn't, I'm, see, I still don't get it. He's I'm sorry. I'm the KKK. I'm, He's cucking the KKK. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cucking the cat. Okay. That's not bad. Thank you. <laughs> cucking the KKK. Yeah, Do you no, hear I that liked, phone? Okay. I, I really liked Literally. that bit, uh, that bit a lot. The cucking the KKK. I okay. thought that was funny. I thought it was weird that you didn't come out like, and, and like you kind of just like assumed we'd understand that you were Jewish. Cause you didn't say that you were a Jew until like two minutes into your set. His last name is Rosenblum. Well, yeah, right. That's so it's like, Max you know. Rosenblum. Sure. <laughs> and that's fantastic. Sometimes with four minutes, I'm just trying to blow yeah. through some stuff. But yeah. it's, just, it's a super Jewy name. Yeah, so just like, that was the only thing I was like, oh, because it's kind of like, you know, like, because like I said, like two minutes into your set, you're like, oh, I'm a Jew. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. by the way, this whole time I've been, t I did this whole thing about how, about Jews, like, being all these you. things, but not telling us that you're a Jew at first. So you're like, it sounds almost like you're just like, I fucking hate Jews. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, was that not clear? Yeah, right, right. God bless you. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna add about the the last bit about like the serial killers yeah like 
like uh like the vets fucking up their kids and then the, like that that one specific thing like clear like it's like a two two or three words just clarification that they're fucking up their kids right the kids are killing people yeah 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 i get but that that's just one thing and then like i didn't really i'm like this is just probably because i'm stupid but i don't want con- confluence really i i was just think you know that was probably just more of a mess up on my part yeah but, it, i mean it's uh yeah, confluence yeah. is not really the right word um, but it is a word. It's just not the right one. Yeah, I like I like that big word. I think I think that, that that's a good bit, and like you end with like we had to win that war. Yeah, I was and actually like, going to add too that uh, posthumously we should be awarding purple hearts to uh, serial killer victims. Uh, They've made the ultimate sacrifice, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, you can like I would add that earlier and then end with like we had to win that war. Right. Like get like more and more dramatic. Okay. Yeah, it was good though. What do you uh, think, guy who just walked got in? We've got last okay. comment from Ian, <laughs> yeah, and then we really got to wrap it up to the next I, I, person. I kind of wanted you to build the scene more when you came into Milwaukee as the only Jew. Uh-huh. Like, everybody was like, like as if you were like a celebrity or something. Like, uh-huh. I think building that scene would be really funny to be, they're like, whoa, they're real. You yeah. know, something like that. Like, like everyone wanted to touch me. Yeah, see yeah, if I was like, oh my solid. God, yeah, something like that. <laughs> wasn't really a ghost. Clap yeah. your hands together, everybody, for Max Rosenblum. Yay! Yay! And then, yay! All right, that's how the joke workshop works. That's a good set. Uh, your next comedian, put your hands together, everybody. Take notes. It's Patrick Miller. Yeah. All minds one, no question. Now check it. Perhaps we can go through less. Ew. Guys, I, I finished college. I got a physics degree, and I live in the Bay Area, right? So, like, perfectly situated to get one of these cushy tech jobs. Uh, and so I, I'm not trying to brag, but, you know, for context, I need you to know that I got a rafting guide job. It was awesome, man. And no, I, I don't know. It just, just something, didn't, something didn't feel right. I had, I had to get out of town, man. Like, something's not right. H- having my dad's respect, ugh, ugh, I, just, I couldn't live with that, man. So true story, I, uh, I went to a rafting school, uh, which is a thing that exists uh, if you haven't heard about it, it's it's just kind of hard to find. It's like wizarding school, uh, but less magic and less pants. Um, but I, I went out there, man, and uh, to be honest with you guys, I, I was nervous about it. Like I, I I didn't I don't know anything about rafting, right? I don't know what I'm getting into. I pull in there, and right away I meet this lady. It's like official-looking greeter. She's got a clipboard. She's got cool sandals. And uh, she says, oh, hi, sir. Yeah, welcome to rafting. Uh, This is a sunshine-heavy activity, and you are very pale. She said it like I didn't already know, you know? So so I'm just like, ma'am. Uh, thank you, but I'm, I'm very aware of my health condition. Uh, did you see what I packed? Look, there's, there's no food, there's no water, it's only sunscreen. She's like, uh, yeah, I don't think you could ever have enough sunscreen. Ma'am, that's a five-gallon tub of copper tone with a shower hose. Uh, standard issue, little Irish boy equipment, FYI. Like, I, I don't know, you guys should be upping the cultural sensitivity training out here or something, man. But uh, yeah, for real, like this lady uh, got to me a little bit. Like I already had imposter syndrome and uh, now I'm being told that I'm too white for an activity called whitewater rafting. Uh, 
that's like being too white for NASCAR. You know, that's, it's like physically impossible. But, uh, yeah, so I get through that part. She kind of waves me through. She sends me over to the meeting area where I run into the other wannabe raft guides. I figure, like, who, who wants to do this kind of thing? You know, they, these must be, I don't know, hippies, chill people. Uh, yeah, I was wrong about that. These were not laid-back hippies. These were ambitious hippies, super intimate, like the kind of people that love the earth and they love peace and they also love dominating just like ready to, to fight with me for a job that involves cleaning camp toilets and, uh, you know, smelling like camp toilets. It's, it's a requirement. Uh, but yeah, you got, I don't know. I don't know. You know, the, the point of the story is like, I'm super intimidated. I'm worried. I don't know how I'm going to get through this thing, but you know, it, it's not, it's, it's actually not my first rodeo. You know, that's like, we're kind of into that kind of thing. We do rodeos a lot. Uh, so I, I, I figure I'm just going to give it a go. going to give it a go. You know, maybe this lady's right. Maybe I'm too pale. Maybe I'm too weak. I don't know. What I do know is whitewater rafting, it's about to get whiter. Uh, I'm Pat, guys. Thank you. Love your comments. Pat Miller, everyone. Yay. And then yay. Comments. Oh, man. Hey man, good good shit, good set. Thanks man. Good delivery, confidence. Uh, I, the it was like the, the whole story was about like the rafting and stuff. I was just curious about like you you dropped that thing about imposter syndrome. I feel like you could have built on that a little bit. Um, like, do you, can you clarify what you meant by that? Like, oh, like like feeling like I don't belong. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is like like I feel like if you wanted to like attach something there and like kind of fuck with it and like riff on that. Cause it's like I like I feel like I should belong. It's like I'm not trying to. It's like I, I like I signed up for a tea ceremony or some shit. Like or like like you could talk about how like they're like like they're mad hippies that are interested in like activities that are less white. And it's like I thought I was built for this, and then that kind of would. Totally. Yeah. Just just a thought. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. You set yourself up with physics at the beginning, but you didn't ever get back to that. And I know that whitewater rafting has to have some components of physics that you could, I don't know, somehow connect us there because otherwise it's like i mean i get it like your dad's disappointed because you're supposed to be like a like a physics person or something or yeah. something about space um That's i good. feel like before you do the bottle of sunscreen because that was like the first big punch that you had was that the five gallons of sunscreen i think that before you get to that you can throw in a look like joke like i look like a bottle of sunscreen or something <laughs> and then when you use the five gallons something about how like they're not letting you be a whitewater rafter because it's so heavy you kind of mentioned that like this five gallon thing of sunscreen is so heavy how could you possibly put bring it on a raft yeah it's like sink the raft yeah, or something totally so i feel like yeah but it was good i mean the idea of it of being super white i think that that's fun like punching down on yourself thanks yeah i don't know if you ever thought of this but have you ever thought of including a sex joke in there because like there's a lot of key words like wet Sunscreen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah. A little sunscreen lube. Totally. <laughs> uh, I, the part that I, that was funniest to me that I think you should go more in on was the part that like you're there and the lady she's like bullying you basically because you're, but you know no offense but I feel like the people that 
<laughs> or do whitewater rafting. They, they're not in any place to bully anybody. So if you could just make some comment where it's just like, they get too much confidence out in the woods, you know, they're not dealing with other people, and they finally see someone they see as, like, worse than them. I don't know, like, some, like, like just to dwell on, the, like, the moment of, like, you're really bullying me right now? Like, we're... We're like we like write rafts for a living, you know, <laughs> something like that. Just like the ridiculousness of like, who the fuck are you to like say anything about me right now? Yeah, yeah, no, that that's super good stuff. And that, what's funny Ian, is it's like it's true. Like people actually, right? In every small community, feel right, right, yeah. Right. Anyways, but. Cool. Clap your hands while you guys. everybody. <laughs> Yay for Pat Miller. All right, your next comedian uh, does not want comments, so we all just get to relax for a second and just enjoy four minutes from your next comedian. Everybody, put your hands together for Brandon Daly. I want to apologize to Mark Noor. I was kind of a little out of pocket because I was supposed to get a beer before I came here, but I saw he was in here. They were talking about the pre-show. I thought he was like already doing it. My fault. He was talking about jacking off and shit. I want to ask him what kind of porn he's been watching. I've been watching so much Japanese porn lately, like Japanese bondage porn. It's intense. It's starting to like really fuck me up. Like I've watched so much Japanese bondage porn, I can't even look at nerds rope without my dick getting hard. Like, <laughs> matter of fact, because he was talking, I was like, there was so much you could because like I, I just threw away a bag of like used tissues that I used to like clean myself up afterwards, right? Threw it away in the trash can. As I'm walking away from the trash can, I start thinking to myself, nigga, they gonna make a sketchbook out of that shit or some shit like that, you know what I mean? Or like a, a car battery, which I did not know. I did not know that car batteries, a lot of car batteries now are made out of trash, 20% of which being like tissue and like, so like my dried up jizz finna be powering Teslas, nigga, what? It's like, at least my kids didn't die in vain. <laughs> I was watching this uh, porno also earlier this morning. Uh, this is a woman masturbating, and uh, she was fucking herself with the handle of a skillet. So does that make her? Does that make her a pansexual? <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Yeah, I know that was that's a very dad joke. I can't wait to have kids. I'm gonna fuck up their PTA meetings for show. <laughs> How's everybody doing tonight? Blessed night, y'all good? I'm fucking with this man. It's beautiful, beautiful. It's fucking uh, it's warm in here too. I like this. I've been uh I've been watching a lot of like old school uh like black situation comedies. Like you know, from back in the day. I'm watching this uh one current one recently about this black family uh, trying to move to the east side and get a piece of the pie. Uh roots. Y'all heard of that shit? It's a classic. <laughs> White people get on it. I was uh, I was that the that scene, that one scene uh, where uh, he's like he's whipping Kunta Kinte to change his name and shit. It's crazy, like absolute power, you know, like because I'm looking at the glass half full because he could have made him change his name to anything. You know what I mean? Like he could have been like, "What's your name, Kunta Kinte? What's your name, Granny Smith Apple?" Because you know he's colored, but not. Cerulean, or maybe cerulean would have been a funnier word. I'm trying to think what's a funnier like word for color. There's supposed to be like a color and then a fuck. Fuck it. This June shine. This this says brought to you by June shine. By the way, six percent alcohol volume. Oh, you know what movie I haven't seen? First of all, have y'all seen the new Matrix and the Revolutions? 
ass. The movie straight ass. And then they, dude, they were trying to do like, the, it, I knew like five minutes in, bro. I'm watching this shit and I'm like, fuck this movie. Because they're like doing like the most simplest shit in like the slow motion bullet form. It's like, it's like, that was one step, my guy. Like, what are you doing? Get the fuck off the stage, Keanu Reeves. Horrible movie. You know a movie I haven't seen in a while, though? All right, you know, you know a movie I haven't seen at all, actually? I haven't seen this movie at all. No cop. Black Panther. To this day, I have not seen that movie. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of black people, like, love that movie. Like, they love that movie. It's all, you know, and they love that movie so much, they spent over, like, $700 million. That movie grows over $700 million, and yet niggas in Africa are still starving. It's like, Wakanda forever, Uganda, fuck them. <laughs> and on that note, thank y'all very much, Mutiny Radio. Brandon Daly, everyone. Brandon Daly. Uh, we're back to take your notes. Your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Hillary. Hillary. Yeah, I'm oh, okay. That bike camouflage and blend those that got styles. They got identical twins. Don't stretch the small thing. Copycats of finicky without skills. They master the art of mimicry. But I go line for line on the whole page. Hi, guys. And I do mean guys tonight. It's just me and you, Pam, huh? So nice to see everyone. Um, I am going to tell you way too much information about my pubic hair. Um, <laughs> I'm glad somebody's excited. So I don't know if you know this. I mean, they, they normally call, like one of the slang terms for pubic hair is a bush. And I think it's because, you know, it looks like shrubbery. It looks like a little hedgerow um, if it's trimmed properly. But if I think this might be true for all Asians. I don't know for sure, though, because nobody has pubic hair in porno anymore, so I cannot confirm or deny this. But my pubes are completely stick straight, so that means I call mine a bamboo forest. Um, and so the thing about it is that my pubes are, not only are they straight, which I think makes me really fucking special, um, but they also have this very distinctive growth pattern. And so that means that they um, grow into a single point in the middle of my crotch. So I'm talking about the hairstyle of like Alfalfa from Little Rascals or maybe um, like Ed Grimley from Saturday Night Live. And I think most of you guys are younger than me. So if anybody has a more up-to-date reference of anybody with a hairstyle like that, please let me know. Um, but the thing about this is that what happens with that if I let my hair grow unchecked is basically if there's a guy down there having a little snack, this little point, like it literally grows out into like the single sprout. And, and when a guy's down there, what ends up happening is that it gets smooshed up against their lower lip. And so if you can imagine what that looks like from my perspective, it turns that guy basically into a little Al Adolf Hitler. So, so the thing about it, it's like, 
It's a real shame that I don't have a Nazi fetish because if I did, I could like bring home like unsuspecting guys and just, you know, totally get get my fix and they would be none the wiser. But luckily I don't because Nazis are fucking terrible, right? So what I've learned is that you can basically get rid of Hitler with a pair of clippers and a number two guard. So thank you for coming to my TED talk about my pubes. Hillary, everyone. All right, we got comments, comments about, it's great to ask a room full of guys about yeah. comments about your bush. Fantastic, yeah, here we go. Thank you yeah, for telling yeah. Thank you for telling us. I, I didn't think that anybody had straight pubes. I, I genuinely didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think like going into like the Hitler, like the, the Nazi complex, you could have been like, yeah, I, I accidentally just stumbled upon this complex. Now that's 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 the only that's like the only way I can get off now. Right, right. And like I'm giggling the entire time he goes down there because I'm like, well, finally. Right. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, can, you could dress him up in some Hugo Boss. Yeah, exactly. And like, exactly. what are what are some other Nazi things you could, uh, like Lugers? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What are yeah. other? Is that a weird thing to yeah. ask? And like the 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 hair growing into the point, like I don't I don't know if you need that. Like it's because like the breast, like the Nazi shit. That like that's pretty funny, but like. There, I was gonna. I was trying to think of like a better reference, but I don't think there. Nobody has that hairstyle anymore. So it's like I don't know who you like. Just go like a TP or some shit. Like I don't know because it goes yeah. until a point. I don't know. No, no, no. Like the haircut. Like the. It's like a cowlick. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incorporate that word because cowlick is just a funny word. You just yeah. You could just cowlick. go with cowlick. Yeah, yeah. You could do. You could. Yeah. Oh. I definitely that's, add the bamboo forest line too. You threw it in after, like, but I think that that's a great tag. And then, um, is there a sound effect that you can add with your act out, like the sound of what your hair? Like macaroni and cheese. Well, like a, but a sound, like a, is it like, is there when it's growing? Is there like a sound of what it would like present? Rhubarb. Did you know this about rhubarb? Does anybody know this about rhubarb? So basically, they force rhubarb to grow really fast because they keep it all in a, this darkened like. Um, like growth whatever environment and so it grows so fast that you can actually hear it growing Whoa. My pubes are, maybe my pubes are like rhubarb right? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. you can hear it growing that's insane hey Dude. When, I, when I heard you say um, bamboo forest I also thought of like um, those epic scenes from Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon oh, yeah. like there's so much hair, right. there's, there's so much there's so much bamboo down there that you can yeah, yeah. Have a stick fight in there. <laughs> it's not tense, it's just straight. But yes, no, that's a good that's a good call out. Any other got one? Just do like a stylish style joke, like I got so much fucking hair down there, I can style it into like dreads or something. A mohawk. Yeah, a mullet. A yeah, that's true. Yeah. I could do like hunt fights or something. Yeah. You probably French braid it maybe a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little corn French play. Yeah. Tiny cornrow. Very All nice. Kinds of there. Well, if I could talk about perming it to make it look like a white girl. Bush. Well, but if it's if you go with the cornrow, then you can go to the cowlick because it's you're on the farm, oh, yeah. kind of. At least yeah. you're using farm words. I don't know. Because <laughs> everybody likes to bring bring old McDonald into their right. Pet. Yeah, everyone likes a little a little pig feces in yeah, there. Uh, clap your hands, everybody, for Hillary! Yay! Ooh, you're an 
next comedian. Keep uh, taking notes, everybody, and being cool. Put your hands together, everybody, for Newman Shock. Yay! What's up, guys? I'm gonna I'm gonna continue the Hitler talk. Thanks, Brandon. Um, I think Hitler was a good painter. <laughs> At least a decent one, you know, because. I've never seen any of his paintings, but, like, we know so much embarrassing shit about Hitler. You know, like, he only had, like, one ball. He was, like, addicted to, like, cocaine and shit. But nobody ever makes fun of his paintings. You know what I mean? If I feel like if they sucked, we would all know about that. I don't know. Even, even if they did suck, like, I feel like, you know, art is subjective. And there's at least, like, one dude out there who isn't a Nazi that still is, like, I like Hitler's paintings, you know? Like, he's... A, you know, like he's he's introducing his favorite artists. Like, yeah, I love Van Gogh, Picasso, and those really underrated artists. Do you know? Y you don't know him, or actually, you do. You probably know him, <laughs> but not for the right reasons. You know, I don't know. I'm I'm a lifeguard, which means all my coworkers are hot. Yeah, um, but I don't I don't think I could date any of my coworkers because I've realized that I would betray any of my coworkers for a fifteen cent raise. <laughs> you know, that's not a good foundation for a relationship. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Uh, I have a stronger stance on music than I do on like racism. Cause yeah, race racism sucks. I think I'm pretty sure it does, but. If I had to choose between hanging out with someone who didn't like Indian people and someone who didn't like Daft Punk, I'm hanging out with the bigot, you know? Like, because, like, I, I get it. Like, I have some family members I'm not fond of. Like, I've been to Sunnyvale, you know? It sucks. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> I, love, I love that one. Uh, it's also raised Muslim. A big thing about Muslim is everybody... Everybody thinks we're like terrorists, which I'm going to be honest, is not the worst stereotype, you know? Like, I would much rather be a terrorist than have a small dick. You know, like, no, nobody can deny. I'm sorry, dude, that's just the way it works. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, nobody can deny Bin Laden, like, he had some big dick energy. Like, it, it takes a lot to, like, bring down those towers, you know? Okay, I'm sorry. Uh... Nah, but I, I don't think I'd be a good terrorist, man. Like, I, I, I'd i be late to the meetings. You can't be late to an Al-Qaeda meeting. They don't just send an email, you know? Send people. Uh, yeah, I also, like, I feel like I'm too chilled out to be a terrorist, you know? Like, I, I listen to reggae. Like, Bin Laden wasn't, like, listening to, like, Bob Marley while, like, plotting to kill thousands of people. Okay. Not a big Bob Marley fan? That's fine. Um... <laughs> Thank God that happened. I'm done. <laughs> Newman Shock, everyone. Keeping the Hitler trend alive today on the Joke Workshop. Yay. Yeah, I was, I was going to, like, on the on the Hitler painting thing, I think you could be like, like when, when people ask you about who your favorite paint, painter is, and they're, like, asking follow-up questions, and you could be like, they, they, you could be like, was he, like, taken before his time? Like, like why don't I... Yeah, like why don't I know about him? Be like, you could say that, like, like kind of just build on the mystique like that. But yeah, good shit, man. He changed the world. An alternate way of that is basically you, the lines that you said about um, like unknown artists, and you you mentioned one, two, and then you mentioned a third one. You could say you may be you may be familiar with some of his work, 
but there were some real hidden gems in there. And then you kind of like leave it for the audience to like determine what you're talking about. Clearly, you know, I'm, I just did my set about Jewish. I don't think there's any mal intent there, so I wouldn't be worried about it. And then the last thing is you said, uh, I would rather be known as a terrorist than known as a small penis. I'll walk in there packed and strapped or something like that. Uh, Some, something about how you, you, you know, committing the, committing the act of terrorism with a huge hog or something like that. Um, maybe he wasn't a good artist, but like, you know, when, when the shit hit the fan, like they had all those bunkers of all like the, the, the art that was owned by the Jews and the Americans like found it. Maybe he slipped some of his like dog portraits in there. And then when they, the curators of the Smithsonian went through it, they're like, this is Picasso, Van Gogh, what the fuck is this bullshit? It's like, no wonder why this guy left art school. They're good. They're good landscapes. I just want to mention. I don't know if you know this or not, but with Osama bin Laden, uh, there's a big chance that he's a massive weeb because I think the CIA put his hard drive, uh, like made it public domain. I went and downloaded it. There's a bunch of anime in his, in his hard drive. And I just think that's. I don't know if the joke is there, but I just hope it's relevant information for that bit. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, just, just an affirmation. That, I, that was super good stuff. I appreciated the Hitler painting, and it's a super funny joke. Um, I think it may, you may be able to benefit from, yeah, some, whether it's a landscape or something else that's specific, uh, more specific about why is he good. I would just be interested to hear. Um, the, the terrorism stuff, I thought you did like, such a good job like making jokes but not for me not stepping over the line and that's just like super hard to do um the, the one spot that for me that i would maybe that was like ooh, the, the towers specifically was like maybe that's a little too close to home and and so i was just trying to think of what are some other like big dick energy things these guys maybe that they all like all took a photo as if they were a boy band but they made it look cool something like there maybe there's another example there um but that's just my take on it Super good stuff. Uh, I think you should have mentioned uh, the Pentagon as well. Uh, and I really enjoyed the Daft Punk, the, that, that thing that you did there. Uh, I thought it was really good. Put your cell phone in your pocket next time. Other than that, you're wonderful and awesome. Um, I didn't understand. When, remember when Mark laughed really hard at a punchline? I unfortunately, you were enunciating, so I couldn't hear what you actually said. I just know Mark laughed really hard. So I was like, oh, I wonder what he said. What was the punchline of that? Because you were just too quiet. I said I've been to Sunnyvale. You've been to Sunnyvale. Okay. All right. I, maybe it was the word Sunnyvale and sucks. Just, um, uh, just watch your enunciation. I, also, I, don't know, I, I don't know if Sunnyvale is known for having a lot of Indians, but also, I, you know, just the way you said it, it was really funny. And I hate Sunnyvale as well. I have to go so, there tonight. I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, one last thing is that uh, I just was thinking about it, and uh, I know Picasso at least, but there may be other artists who are problematic uh, in their own right. So you could you could talk about a guy or yourself. Uh, you know, I own three Hitlers, but I'd never ever buy a Picasso, you know, or something like that. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Newman Shock! Yay! Yay! We have a couple more comedians with comments. Your next comedian, put your hands together, everybody, for Adam Ginz's. Yay. They have attraction powers on the planet. 
Hey folks, I'm Adam. I'm a recovering Philadelphian. Don't don't go, don't go. I'm not gonna throw batteries at you. Although I'll probably boo your sit. Uh, people from Philly, we get a bad rep. And I'm not talking about the people that graduated from UPenn and take up half this city. I'm talking about people from Philadelphia. And it makes sense. We're on the record as booing Santa Claus. We uh there was a hitchhiking robot that peacefully made its way across the country until it reached Philadelphia. <laughs> and we tore it to bits and ended that nice little viral trend. And we also inspired uh, the television show Always Sunny, which is about a group of <laughs> high-functioning dirtbags. Uh, but I don't, I don't think the rep is really fair. We're not, we're not bad people. It's just everyone in Philly, they think that everyone else is out to get them, so they strike first. I'll give you an example. The movie theaters. So when I was growing up, movies used to be like five bucks, a popcorn for a dollar, soda for a dollar. Then the movies went up to like seven bucks, then eight, then 10, then 15. You can't get a really small soda. It's like $7 for a soda. And I decided I would get revenge uh, by my own way of going to the movie theaters. So I'll explain it. Now, let's say we were going to see The Notebook. A normal person would go get in line at the ticket counter, buy a ticket to The Notebook, watch it, cry a little, goggle at uh, the fucking guy's abs, and then uh, leave the movie, go home, cry a little more, go to sleep. Here's how I see The Notebook. I skip the line at the ticket counter, go directly to customer service. I buy a ticket that ends when the, uh, starts when the notebook ends. I watch the notebook, cry a little, goggle at the abs. And then I, uh, at the end of the movie, I go back to the customer service desk and return my tickets, saying, oh, I don't want to go to this movie. It's about to start. I'm not into it. Boom. And it wasn't like I needed the money. I didn't need... I had money to go to the movie theaters, but it was just the pleasure of fucking over the movie theater and getting that free viewing. And it worked for years, because the people checking the tickets, they don't read the tickets, they give no fucks. They're just like, ah, yeah, ticket, cool, cool, that way, that way. Um, until it stopped working. It stopped working because the movie theater hired people who would care about their jobs, who would read every single ticket and make sure uh, it was it was live. It was active. And that's right. They started handling. Uh, <laughs> they started hiring the mentally uh, handicapped or sl slow. Uh, these people actually cared, <laughs> and and you really do in this day and age. You really do need to be a little slow uh, in order to give a shit about your job because like this world is a horrible dystopia. Look around. the The government inspires zero hope. Actually. The best way that I think about the government is it's sort of like my mom. Uh, my mom's always hitting me up for money, and she's using it for stupid shit like, hey, Ed, can I get 100 bucks? I want to get my eyes done. The government, at the end of the year, is like, hey, Adam, can I get like $20,000? And Nancy Pelosi gets her eyes done. Um, yeah, that's all I got for today. Thanks, everyone. Adam kisses, everyone. Ending on a Nancy Pelosi joke like a professional. That was fantastic. Oh, you stay up there because there's comments and stuff. Thank you for the comments. Um, I enjoyed you trashing on Philly, but I'm wondering, since we're in San Francisco, if there's a way 
to connect it to San Francisco in some way. And the first thing I found was with the $7 soda, because that sounds a lot like San Francisco, yeah, right. right? Like, $7 soda, of course. It's like, um, and, then, and then you had a hustle, and I feel like a lot of people in SF have a hustle. So I felt like there was a way that, because there's funny stuff in there, but I think that it, it'll help your audience here in SF connect to you more, to be like, yeah, fuck Philly, but they're old, oh, it is just like us. If <laughs> yeah. you can find sort of those I don't know, like uh, some connections there, but um, I was, I was, I was, I was digging on this stuff, and that, and that, that last joke, really good, solid punchline, punch Nancy Pelosi in the face. <laughs> um, other end comments for Adam? You say nice things. He's a new guy. People, find, uh, there you go. So with like the the whole movie theater, uh, you know they're ridiculous prices like maybe like try to like warm up the audience like persuade them to get on your side first before you like you know before you tell them your whole uh, scheme so they're like more like yeah fuck the movie theater yeah i mean i'm just kind of building on that you could be like hyperbolic and be like yeah remember when the movies are like two two nickels and like a handshake or some shit like that <laughs> or like it, just just like you gotta lead them in by being like yeah it's fucked up and then you look exactly like what I think someone from Philly would look like. So God bless you. Erase them? No. Erase them. Oh yeah. Find someone in the crowd. I was just gonna say that I think that the the transition from like, oh, they've got these new people in that you could do a little bit more build up into like, oh, these people care so much about their jobs. Well, like just sort of like, so that when you like do the reveal, like, oh, they're all retarded or whatever the inappropriate or appropriate word is for that. Do you know what I mean? It hits a little bit harder, so. I think um, I love the concept of working at a movie theater in Philadelphia and you could make a, you could punch down on people who actually work there saying, as much as my life sucks living in Philadelphia, their life sucks bad enough to give a fuck about a movie ticket while living in Philadelphia or something like that. Yeah, one last thing about like the, the like mentally handicapped thing. You could like, you could lean into just being the heel at the end and be like, like call them like retards yeah. and then be like, see people from Philly are like assholes or something like that. Okay. Like, I don't know, just a, just a thought. Hey man, yeah, good, good stuff, fun story. I think, uh, you know, the traditional advice of, uh, uh, it, it took a little while to get through some parts of the story, so like I, I started losing track a little bit. Um, so you know, just I think we're all always doing that, but whether it's you know shortening it a little bit or, or trying to sprinkle more jokes in here or there. Um, but I, I enjoyed the whole idea and I enjoyed you know the jokes you had in there. Um, same same thing occurred to me with like when you're introducing the like mentally uh, retarded people or whatever of. of <laughs> I've, is that the polite way to say it? We keep getting more and more, and we're like, children with special, people with special needs. I don't know what you want to say. It's like, the intellectually retarded people. Philly, you can say retarded. Say it politely. I know it doesn't fly here in San Francisco. Yeah, but I think that that was a super funny idea, and I, I felt like you you introduced it too fast. So like like yeah, building up the 
these people are working, they care a lot, and yeah. So it's the same comment, basically. Okay. Yeah. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Adam Gitz's Thanks, Yay! That's how the joke was up All right, two comedians left with comments, and then it's just an open mic. Keep being a good audience and taking notes and giving great feedback to your next comedian, Ajay Damodaran. I thought Ian was next, but am I am I next? Okay, all right, that's all good. I'll take white, white man's place anytime. How are you guys doing? Everybody's taking notes. Good. good. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Uh, Pandemic's been rough, but I finally realized that I'm like grateful for it. I'm like thankful for it because it took the pandemic for me to realize that I'm one of those people that doesn't need to use deodorant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still do, but that's just for you guys. But I don't need to. Yeah, I, I don't get bo. Uh, I know that's kind of a hacky shit, hacky thing to say about Indians, but like I never understood that stereotype either. You know, like the Indians smell bad and they don't believe in deodorant because like all my uncles smoke menthols, so. Never know, like, like, what, baby powder isn't deodorant anymore? Okay, I'm just figuring that shit out. Uh, Yeah, and I never, like, listened to the health teachers that told me that shit, because it's like, yo, your nostrils went through the 80s. Can I really trust you as a viable source? But, uh, yeah, um, I've been wearing deodorant because I've been dating a little bit, but uh, I, I went... I went uh I went on a date recently and uh I was asking this girl I was like, "Hey, what kind of drunk are you?" cuz uh I wanted to figure out what kind of Uber ride I was going to have later. Like, is this going to be a one-star Uber ride like puke in my lap or is this going to be like a five-star Uber ride like maybe make some hand hand stuff or some shit. <laughs> Just being optimistic. Come on. Let a let a brother live, please. Uh and she said she was a happy drunk and I was like, "Okay." I was like, "That's cool cuz I am too." I was like, "What what does that mean to you?" She said, I like to pressure my friends into, into taking shots and making out with everybody. I was like, oh, okay. I did not know that that's what my happy drunk meant. Because, uh, like, what? If she drops, like, a like a thing of Molly into a shot, is it just making some... She's just a really happy drunk? Is that what that is? I don't know. Okay. There's nothing there. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Uh, you guys seem like a fun crowd, so I'm going to do some cancer jokes. Let's go. Uh... Yeah, I did chemotherapy in high school. Uh, not for a school project. I actually had cancer. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 people get weird sometimes when I say that because, like, like, it's a weird thing to talk about cancer. But, like, I, I like to say that I did the study abroad of cancer, you know? Like, I was there for about, like, six, seven months, right? I did a bunch of drugs. Saw, like, met a lot of new people. And most of the friends I made, I'm probably never going to see again. <laughs> Uh, thank you for laughing at that. I'm bro, bro, nobody ever, nobody's gonna laugh at that shit. That's horrible. But uh, yeah, yeah. I also couldn't drag. I couldn't really brag about like the drugs I did in high school, like all my other friends in college, because like they were like dra- like bragging out like like cocaine and weed and like all this like cool stuff. And I was like, yeah, you were like the bushmaster in high school because you smoked so much weed. But I was like the Pokemon trainer in high school because all my drugs sound like knockoff Chinese, like Pokemon. It's like cyclophosphamide, gastrodon, vincristine. You guys don't know which one was a fucking Pokemon, right? <laughs> All right. You know, I just, I, I don't know why I want to do chemo shit or talk about cancer tonight. But, uh, yeah, I was thinking a little bit about it because I, I, I recently got addicted to MSG. Anybody else do that? I was trying to stop Asian hate. It kind of backfired on me. 
But uh, yeah, yeah. I I was thinking about that because like, I'm pretty sure the dude that spread the rumor about MSG causing cancer, like causing cancer, was like that was just that must have been Michael Douglas, right? He's like trying to save some face for Catherine Catherine Zeta Jones, be like, yo, it wasn't her pussy that gave me throat cancer? It was uh, it was MSG. I was trying to make sure that shit tastes delicious. <laughs> That's just for you guys, by the way. You know, nobody's gonna laugh at that shit except for you guys. I appreciate that. All right, that's all my time. Thank you. AJ Damadaran, everyone. Super funny stuff. Um, uh, yeah, the baby powder thing, I put a big smiley face by. That's nice. <laughs> I'm glad you like that. Yeah, well, I use, I use baking soda because I can buy baking soda with food stamps, but you can't buy mm. baking, you can't buy baby powder, talcum powder with food stamps, but you can buy cornstarch, which is another thing you can they, use. They're just, yeah. Soaks up the, anyway, I'm it's just, it's a poor person thing. I really enjoyed the, where you were going in the back of the Uber, and I feel like there's somewhere you can play with the words like, she's yeah. gonna choke on her vomit, I, or she might choke on my dick. I liked that one star and five star, yeah. but I wanted you to connect somehow like I, I mean, the, vomit the, in your lap. The bit was yeah, about the like bomb. being yeah. a happy drunk, and like I didn't realize that like happy drunk kind of meant like a rapey drunk, because like she's just going oh. around like that. That's that's I was I didn't really deliver it that well, but I was trying to work on that. But well, I liked the but I liked the idea of which kind of Uber, like the, yeah, if it's a yeah. shitty Uber, yeah. Then and then either but either way, there's, there's gonna be there's gonna be something wet in the back seat. Um, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you had cancer? Yeah. Holy yeah. fuck. That's incredible, and you should do all those specific I'm, chemo I'm, jokes. I'm not, no, like all those chemo names, you were, you're, you're on the right. I mean, maybe it's too close to you or whatever, but like that's interesting. That's like that's like scintillating material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I've done enough, enough chemo for a lifetime, yeah. Well, but <laughs> the, the name, the again. specific names in the Pokemon thing, it's it's really it's it's I did, cool. I did kind of fuck that up. I was thinking about it, but like I had more Pokemon and more drugs to talk about. Gotcha. I, I and I love drugs, so anything you do with drugs, I'm gonna be like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, teach yeah. me about drugs. Yeah, um, I just, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. sorry. Yeah, I like the I like the drug bit a bit a lot actually. The Pokemon thing, the yeah. Gastrodon, that was funny. <laughs> One question: Why the fuck are you taking those drugs? Oh, the Gastrodon. Gastrodon's a Pokemon. That one's oh, a Pokemon. Yeah, that was a Pokemon. <laughs> Bro, yeah. the, the what kind ones, of? You take the, there are all those, the, it's like a chemo, I'm not going to teach you about chemotherapy no, no. right now, bro, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I get, oh. I, I, like, I, you basically just take all of them, it's like a, it's like they're poison, basically, just to kill the cancer, that's what it is. Oh, I thought, yeah. I was like, Cocktail. what kind of friends did you have? Yeah. They sound like bleach ingredients. No, they are take, like, yeah, the joke was that, like, they would be, like, bragging about, like, coke and weed and shit, and I was like... <clears throat> Yo, I did like cyclophosphamide, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I liked it. Um, the the thing that stood out to me, like Molly, when you referred to Molly, mm. and maybe you could just say, do you turn into like a happy, touchy feely, want a hand job kind of drunk? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, think like of what Molly does to you, and what you know if she turns into a happy drunk with booze, oh, like, wait, and you add you, Molly to the booze. That's like, what you said. Up, like, I'm like giving her, like, oh, if you slip her Molly. Yeah, because like the original thing was like, oh, you're calling yourself a happy drunk. Right, right. I got that. That doesn't sound like that. Sounds like more like rapey drunk. Right. Then, <laughs> right. Yeah. All I'm saying is kind of refer to Molly because Molly makes you touchy feely yeah, rapey. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh. Got it. Yeah. When you go, oh, I was surprised uh, that that's like your definition of a happy drunk, and you you sort of have an opportunity there to contrast it with yourself. Like, oh, when I said I'm a happy drunk, I just meant I don't cry myself to sleep that night or something oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Yeah, good stuff. All the jokes I think are really good. Um, and I and I, yeah for the because uh, I didn't make the connection that she was like rapey or whatever mm. when she said that. So you were like, oh, my understanding of happy. Yeah, like my understanding of happy drunk is like doing X Y Z. I didn't realize your definition was like becoming Bill Cosby or something like that. I, I, where it's like, yeah. like just to make it clear, like oh, that's like that's I mean, how she gets. Um, I could I could just replace like giving shot like or sneaking yeah, shots you, to her friends could, with just sneaking drugs to her friends. Uh -huh. Be like, oh shit, okay. Like, yeah, something like, and then also like with the with, with the the drugs part where it's like you do all these crazy drugs, you can even like I think you, if you like make like a character, where you're just like, oh yeah, you mm. guys have done coke, you've ever done fucking blah 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 blah, yeah, yeah. like it literally kills your like brain cell, something like like something <laughs> that just like you're like acting cool, but it's really just like so sad. So your drugs kill your brain cells. My drugs kill everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kill all exactly. cells. Yeah. Uh, wow. Wait, there, we don't have time. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody, clap your hands together for a J. I'm sorry. I gotta I gotta cut people off tonight because we have so many people on the list and other people have just shown up and things are crazy. This is the last comic we're gonna give comments to. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ian Langland. Thank you, everybody. How are we today? Good. Cool. Yeah. I uh, I just graduated uh, college back in May. Isn't that great? Thank you. Yeah. Done absolutely nothing with it. I work at a pet store, so psh, that's good. Um, but it's nice. The thing about graduating school, especially now that I've almost had a year off from it, is you get to kind of reflect on schooling and how fucking weird it is and all the weird little intricacies that come with school. Like, I was thinking back, I don't know how many of you grew up in California, but do you guys remember in fifth grade when we did the mission project? Do you guys know what that is? Yeah, if you don't know what the mission project was, it was when we built dioramas of the California missions and like did reports on them. And if you don't know what the California missions are, they're internment camps <laughs> for Native Americans. <laughs> and all the way up from, you know, the California legislature down, no one was like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> and this happened for years. A lot of you, everybody's different ages here, we all did it. And there was no point where they were like, let's stop doing this. Like that's insane, like, and I grew up in Pacifica, California, which I don't know if you've heard is the whitest place in America. So why? And I, these white little 12-year-olds were like bragging about their projects. They're like, well, how many Native Americans did you convert at the San Luis Obispo mission? And I was like proud of it. You know, I was proud. I was like, yeah, mine's the fucking best. It's like awful. It's like imagine if like, we were learning about the Holocaust and we were just like, yeah, I got uh, the Krakow internment camp way better than Auschwitz, by the way. You know, wouldn't really work the same, would it? Wouldn't work the same. Uh, I saw on the, not on the news, but I saw that uh, they're bringing cops back. You know that show, remember that show Cops? Yeah, that's really what America needs, more footage of police. That's really what we need, right? And I saw, and it's on the, the <laughs> it's on the Fox News streaming service. Did you guys know Fox News is gonna have a streaming service? That's, <laughs> what are they gonna have on there? You just cheered, nice. <laughs> what are they gonna have on there? It's like, oh, because you watched Ann Coulter talking about race relations, you might like Tucker Carlson fucking a blow up of the green M&M. Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, what are they gonna have? What are the options that they could have on Fox News? I don't understand. But they're bringing cops back and, uh, uh, yeah, people don't like cops anymore, but I feel like we've been distracted, and I feel like who we really shouldn't like are doctors. And now hear me out. I've never come back from a doctor's appointment and felt like I gained something from it. Last time I went to the doctor, I had this weird fucking thing growing on my ear, like this, like, I don't want to get too graphic. It was like some skin, like, flakiness. 
And I go to the lady, I'm like, this shit hurts when I lay down on it. It's like flaky for And she goes, this really could have been a phone call. That's what she said to me. <laughs> She's like, let me sit you up with, our, with the phone call. I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I, I'm in pain right here. I just feel like if someone gets paid that much, they should be more useful. You know, they say ACAB for cops. I'm, I'm saying ADAB, all right? All doctors are bastards. Fuck those people. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I'm a beta. Uh, I never know how to go into that shit. I'm a beta, and uh, my whole life I've been fighting myself being a beta, but I've really, you have to own it, because when you fight it, you seem more like a beta. And the, thing, the great thing about being a beta is that it's so low responsibility, right? No one expects anything from a beta, you know? No one calls a beta to help them move, right? You don't have any kind of responsibility, and I love that aspect of it, right? If I see a lady getting robbed, alphas, they have to step in. They have to help out betas. We just fucking film it, put it on YouTube, and make like 15 bucks. So that's the way that I want to live. All right, that's all I'm going to do. Thank you, guys. Ian Langland. Hooray. Hey, man. That great. was lovely. You had all new stuff up into your closer. That was yeah. like super fantastic and stuff. Um, there are other shows maybe that are on Fox, like Hell's Kitchen. Is one of them. Just maybe some mention some other shitty Fox shows. Um, uh, there, you, you heard everybody laughing at all the things that were amazing. And the internment camp stuff was really interesting and weird. And like, um, yeah, great, great job with writing new stuff and mm -hmm. performing and being awesome. Yeah, uh, I really like your beta joke. It's, it's a really funny joke because mostly in part because it's true. Like, you. you are a beta. Like, you're the definition. Wait, how tall, of how tall are you? Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 funny, 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 funny. Psych, I'm an alpha. You've all been tricked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fucking feedback done. You know what? <laughs> Fuck you. No, I'm going to give you feedback. Um, all, right, all, right. all right, all right, all right. It's over. <laughs> all right. I, uh, the, the mission shit, you know, I don't, personally, when I went through that, I treated that shit like toys because I had to build it. Yeah. I don't know. There's like a connection with like Legos and shit. I don't know. Like mm -hmm. some toy angle there. Okay. That's it. There you go. Uh, I really enjoy watching you develop as a comic. It's been cool. Your fucking cadence is killer and your delivery is just like, it's, you're really on point tonight. So God bless, dude. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Mark. Speed That's it up here. <laughs> um, have, you ever, have you thought about calling Pacifica West Coast, West Virginia? Um, no. I, I just, whenever I'm down there, that's what I call it. It always gets a decent chuckle. I mean, and you're from there, so you yeah. should, you should own anything that works regarding okay. that area. Has to be, like, do people know enough about, like, West Virginia for that connection to, like... Pacifica does. Okay. I mean, you're already talking about local humor, so okay. you might yeah, as well. Yeah. It's not like you're going to alienate anybody right. if you're already talking about it, as far as, you know. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't even know Myrtle Beach. <laughs> It's just the it's just the West Coast, West Virginia. No. I was gonna say about like the uh, like the mission project thing, yeah. Like the comparison to like the intern or like to like the death camps and stuff, and like like you could be like it'd be weird building like an Auschwitz mm -hmm. thing in for school or something like that. You could like tie it into like uh like di different like school projects for other countries. Like like they must have some weird shit too. Okay. Talking about like like. Like, oh, did you like build a fortress? Like, if if you're like talking about like a third world country that has a bunch of fortresses, okay, and, like 
yeah. insurgent cam- insurgent camps or something. Yeah, like yeah, China. King something. Yeah, like yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, or like yeah, or like th- uh, like a Thai like insurgent camp or like Filipino insurgent uh, something like that. I don't okay. Know. I think the Chinese enslaves a Falun Gong, but you know, good stuff. Uh, yeah, stuff. Ian, super funny stuff, dude. Uh, I think maybe I missed it, but you might uh, get help from explaining with the mission stuff right in the intro that like each student gets assigned one okay, okay. I, I know you referred to that like yeah. you'd like oh i'm this team but i'm not sure if that was 100 okay. clear um secondly uh i don't know how many japanese internment camps there were in california were but that may be a funny or uh, i don't know i don't want to jump to funny maybe yeah. an interesting comparison on like how we don't know about those but we do know about the missions okay farewell to manzanar is a book that's usually taught in seventh grade did everybody read Farewell to Manzar? No, no? Yeah, it's a good one. Good book. Hurry up, Dan. Do you want a cookie? I do. Okay. Um, I thought that there could be a parallel there with, like, um, the, the missions themselves were built by the people who were being interned by them. Okay. And it was kind of fucked up because your Latino classmates kind of had to build them again. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to have to pay you for that one. That's Clap good. your hands Thank together, you, everybody. everybody, for Ian Langlands. Yay! Ian Langlands. All right, so now we're just going to do, and I'm going to honk everybody. I usually honk at three minutes, but I'm going to honk at like 245 because I want to try to smush everybody in. We'll see. We're going to try. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Kelly Evans. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, was listening to the news yesterday, and uh, I heard that evidently students are scoring two standard deviations lower on tests now. And I have so many questions. First of all, what is a standard deviation? Does anyone have any idea? Because I have, they just said it like I should know it. Also, is that bad? Is it bad? Or is it good? I don't I don't really know. Anyway, I should probably read more. Also, if it's a standard deviation, isn't that just the standard deviation? I don't anyway, that's just, whatever. Um I hate the news. Uh I uh, I've been talking to my friend who has a, a child a lot lately and he's been uh regaling me with stories about kids cartoons which are uh all great now. Evidently, you have to learn a lesson uh in every cartoon now. They all have like a moral that they want to teach you, which is just, it's nothing like when I grew up in the 80s and none of our cartoons had any morals or lessons. I watched Thundercats, all right? The only thing it instilled in me was sexual confusion. Why are those cats so hot? I don't understand. They're so muscular and veiny and human-like. It was a weird time when I was 12. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know if you watch the show. It's pretty great. Uh, not really. It's pretty horrible. Most of the characters... Uh, all have bad names. Lion-O, Tigro, Panthro. I mean, that's all pretty much the same name, just with a different cat. It just sounds like uh, like an Orange County divorcee trying to talk to her housekeeper, you know? Like, fucking Esmeralda, <laughs> more vino and El Glasso, please. Thank you. All right, that fucking sucks. Um, uh, there, was, uh, there was one show, though. Uh, which really kind of taught me a lot, I guess, was uh, G.I. Joe All-American Hero. Uh, shout it out if you make some noise if you know it. Yeah, all right. Patriotism, that's what we're about. Um, anyway, so that they always had a lesson, although it wasn't in the show because that would be effeminate. And uh, it was always at the end. It was like a PSA. And the PSA, kind of it was like mostly dumb stuff like, hey, kids, Sergeant Slaughter here. Remember, if, if you find broken glass on the ground, 
don't put in your mouth, you know? Like, what? This is fucking, who are these fucking kids? Um, but then every once in a while, they would slip in one that was like clearly government propaganda. Like, be like, hey kids, this is Skidmark. And uh, remember, uh, Israel is a legitimate state. <laughs> yeah. So uh, somebody kept trying, somebody's been trying to share this video with me recently. Maybe it's a website. I haven't clicked the link, but it's uh, how to regrow your foreskin. And uh, yeah, yeah, with pictures of it, I'm good actually. And uh, no thanks. I mean, my foreskin's a lot like my dad. Uh, it's not been around my entire life, so I'm pretty good without it. You know, I think I can. I don't miss it. Um, anyway, but uh, I just want like what you know what actually fuck this circumcision shit. I am. <laughs> I'm done. I ran out of time. So thank you very much. Kelly Evans, everyone. All right. Circumcision jokes. Your next comedian. Clap. Keep those hands clapping for Lee Wyatt. <clears throat> oh, it's fine. Carry on your conversation. I don't mind. Just involve me. That's all I ask. What? <laughs> Snarf, that's my brother's cat's name. That's my brother's cat's name, Snarf. He loves Thundercats. Speaking of children, I love them, obviously. Um, <laughs> I feel like I I'm getting old, guys, and in my, my old age, you know, like your friends say stuff to you, like start feeling like a crotchety old man. My Buddy hit me up today and he's like, kids are fucking lazy, bro. And I was like, why? <laughs> he said, you know what I saw at the store today? And I said, no, please tell me. I'm enthralled. Let's go. I saw a pack of Tootsie Rolls that were already unwrapped. Think about it. Tootsie Rolls without wrappers in a bag, touching one another. Like, what's, what's Senator Tootsie doing in Tootsie, Illinois? Putting all the Tootsie rappers out of work. Does he want Tootsie to end up like Detroit? Yeah, that's what I thought. It's fucked up. What's next? Is there gonna be no lollipop on the Tootsie Pop? Are kids that lazy? The answer's going from three to none. All right, so we'll never do those jokes again. That's <laughs> totally fine. See, my, my buddy always thinks he has good jokes and he sent me all this shit and I was like, I'll try it. <laughs> tested and not approved. Anyway, let's move on to some tested and slightly approved stuff. Uh, did you guys see that, uh, that, that white mom in Georgia? She uh, got all... <laughs> arrested for threatening to shoot up a school yeah and i was like chill lady just leave your gun out at home your kids will take care of it right they're white and obviously crazy cool we don't like gun violence all right this is america remember that um another fun current event uh Joe Biden is uh, made and going to keep his promise to appoint a black woman to the Supreme Court. 
Clap it up for that. Yeah, yeah, the highest court in the land. That's what it is. And, uh, you know, Fox News and the Republicans are very upset. And I'm like, come on, like, Joe just needs one 100% black friend, you know? <laughs> he's only got, a, he's, he's got Obama, Kamala. They're not even 100%ers, guys. Yeah. Anyway, I guess I'll just write all new jokes. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks, Pam. Lee Wyatt, everyone. He's so brave. Your next comedian. Uh, funny lady, put your hands together, everybody, for Sydney McIntyre. Hey, guys. How's everyone? Woo! I have full depression. Um, <laughs> it's bad. Ah, hi. Okay. Well, where do I begin? Okay. Yes. I believe that I am right in the middle. Okay? Right in the middle. Not super nice, and I'm not mean enough to actually kill someone. I've <sighs> got a lot of anger. I know. Your smile is just fading, sir. I see it. It's okay. <sighs> but, you know... <laughs> I'm just right in the middle where you like go to counseling for 20 years. You're right in that sweet spot where you kind of just have to deal with your shit. And, um, you know, like I'll start a fight. I'll tell someone off, like, be a better driver or get fucked, Don. <sighs> then five minutes later, I'm like, I feel bad. I do. I genuinely do feel bad. And he's probably upset. But the way he drives and the way he chews food makes me want to die. <sighs> so... Yeah, people like us, it's hard. You know, we join kickboxing, anger management, or you don't deal with your problems and become a cop. <sighs> okay, that's good. Gotta throw a feeler out there, that's good, okay. Are we all like friends of cops? Everyone likes cops. Okay, well, for if you know, I, uh, I became a security guard, so that's how I'm dealing with my anger. I feel like that's a good place, good outlet for it. Yeah. <laughs> I got hacked recently. My Instagram got hacked. It's just gone. And uh, so far, two of my followers have sent the hacker $5,500. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So <laughs> you're telling me if I had just asked around, people would have sent me thousands of dollars? <laughs> It's really, really hot. It's really great. Yeah, I'm thinking to like do business with this hacker. One of the guys sent $5,000, just on his own, $5,000. He used to be my masseuse, which means he saw me naked. So uh, I guess he really did put a price on that ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm not sure to feel flattered or offended that my masseuse that this guy like fully willing, you know, was willing to send me $5,000 or that he only thinks my ass is worth $5,000, but I don't know. And then here I am today at the grocery store, fully receiving 47 cents from the grocery store cashier to help pay for my groceries. Meanwhile, someone was fully willing to send Sydney McIntyre $5,000. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Moral of the story is that it pays to get naked. Okay. It really does. Um, you know, that's kind of it, and uh, I'm just going to give this time back to the room. And Pam, you're great. See you later. Keep your hands clapping for Sydney McIntyre. Move right along.
song. Gonna try to get through everybody. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kyle Morrissey. Sounds like you got to start an OnlyFans, Sydney. Okay. Um, I've, I uh, I want to get away. I want to be able to get away with being an asshole. I think that looks like a lot of fun because I am an asshole right now, but I don't really have anything to back it up. Um, you got to be good at something. And to be good at something, being an asshole, I mean... To be able to like be superior to someone and then get to be like, yeah, that's right, bitch. Like that sounds amazing. That seems like it would be. I I want it because I I haven't gotten it out of my system. I never uh, never had a little brother, so I never really got to experience having that kind of dominance over someone. I had a little sister, so it was just wildly inappropriate if I ever spoke to her like that at all. Like five years old, like yeah, that's right, bitch. Like you like that, you fucking whore. It's out of place. Out of place, not good. Yeah, I have a problem with authority. Um, I and it's not uh, it's not cute after a certain age to have a problem with authority. You know, when you're like a teenager, I I think it's sexy. Um, you know, people are like, oh, he's a bad boy. But after a certain age, if you still have that problem, you're not a bad boy. You're a bad guy. You just turn into. It's not a good look. It's not. <laughs> I. It, 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 I mean, after a certain point, it's just like you got like latent, deep, repressed issues. Um, and I think that's the case. I definitely, I remember, did anyone here read a book in high school called Oedipus? Did you ever, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. So, it was, so quick summary, it was a book about a, a kid, like an old book, old weird book, about a kid who wants to kill his dad and fuck his mom. And it's like the basis of psychology and stuff like that. It's about a kid who wants to kill his dad and fuck his mom. And the whole thesis of the book is supposed to be, look how messed up this kid is. But they make you read it when you're a kid. So the way I read it, you read, a story about a kid who wants to kill his dad and fuck his mom sounds like his dad might have been kind of an asshole if he wanted to do that to his family. I, I'm sorry, like, how bad of a dad do you have to be in order for your son to want to fuck your wife? Like, that's, maybe that's what he wants. Maybe he didn't want to fuck his mom. Maybe he's just like, someone needs to fuck this dude's wife. This guy sucks. This guy really, really sucks. But, you know, it became, like, it's like part of psychology now that, like, kids want to, young boys want to bang, or just people want to bang their moms if they're a kid or, or a boy. Uh... And I, that's a scary thought, the fact that I want to bang my mom, only because it, the fact that it might actually be true. Like, if I want to bang my mom, that's, I, I feel like the only thing that's scarier than that is if she, she said yes. Like, that scares me even more. And if she did, I actually kind of hope she would because I, I can't think of anything that would turn me off faster than if she, like, nothing would rid me more of this repressed fantasy if, if she was, like, down, you know? That's the only situation where consent would make it weirder, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fuck my mom. Really layers of the onion, folks. Um did did I get a honk? Okay. Well, hey, you know what? Uh, everyone make sure to say hey to Mark Neuer before he has to go back to Spawn Ranch. All right, goodbye everybody. Kyle Morrissey. He's got an Oedipal complex. I'm single, but I have an edible complex. I'm looking for a guy who really likes to eat edibles. I make really good pot edibles. All right, your next comedian. Right now, he's lucky number 13. Clap your hands together for Ian Levy. Hello there. Okay, 
Here are my jokes. Uh, I recently learned uh, that hairless cats sell for $6,000. Uh, and laser hair removal costs $400. <laughs> so now I just need $400 or a cat. So, and business will be a booming. That's good. That's my first joke. End of that. Okay. I feel like uh, paper straws are a bad idea on paper. Like, I feel like you could have just written down your idea and then rolled it up and tried to use it and been like, no, okay, that fucking sucks. Okay. Uh, oh, okay, that's good. Uh, I uh, Do you guys know the expression, uh, if, you, if you see something, say something? I don't think that really works in practice. I gotta be, I've been in the city a long time. I've seen a lot of somethings and I ain't never said shit, all right? I, at best, I've made eye contact with other bystanders to show I don't approve of what's happening. <laughs> uh, we all look, I'm like, you know, they're like, Ugh, I don't. The other day I was on BART and someone started a fire on a moving BART car and no one said anything. We just moved to the next BART car. We didn't even acknowledge it. We just stood up slow. I had to wake a guy up who was sleeping. I had to go, uh, hey, there's a fire. And he went back to sleep. So that is how much people care. Uh, we got to change things. I tried. I tried the other day to actually, you know, to start saying something. There was a guy uh, by my house who parked right in front of a, a fire hydrant. And he was getting out of his car. And I said, oh, hey, buddy, uh, you parked in front of a fire hydrant. And he said, uh, yeah, what do you care, you fucking Karen? And I was like, okay, I don't, okay, I'm sorry, I don't. When did, when can you start calling Karen people when they were actually right? Can't, okay, nope, that's not. I was at the dog park the other day. This is this is true. And this guy, these guys got in an argument. And this guy, this like these two old guys. And the first guy said to to this other guy, he's like, "You're being such a Karen right now." And then the second guy said, "No, you're being a Karen." And I was like, "I don't think either of you even knows what that means. I think you're just you're just you ran, you've heard it somewhere. You heard it on TikTok or whatever. And then yeah, okay, no. It was, it was, you know, at a certain point, I think you need someone occasionally to be like, um, actually, and then, you know, oh, okay, not feeling that. That's fine. Was, yeah. Oh, don't do that. Okay. No, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm just being, I'm, I'm, I'm turning against the audience. That's not good. Uh, that was very bad of me. Okay. I'm very immature. I'll do, okay, I got to get out of here. I'll, I'll end on this horribly gross joke. I'm very immature. Uh, I'm, I'm too immature for adult conversations. Uh, recently, I had uh, someone I'd hooked up with in the past. They, they uh, called me and they said, hey, just so you know, uh, I just tested positive for gonorrhea. So you need to get checked out. And I told them, I was like, yeah, but uh, we used a condom. So we should be fine. And she said, yeah, here's the thing. Uh, the gonorrhea is in my throat. I know, which is horrible, but also. Let's fucking go! I went to the I went to the doctor and uh, he was like, oh, "I see you're in here for uh, gonorrhea treatment." I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And then I asked him. I said, "Does it matter how I was exposed to gonorrhea?" And he said, uh, "No, not not typically. It doesn't matter." And, and I said, "Would you like to know how I was exposed?" <laughs> and he said, "Sure. How were you exposed?" And I was like, uh, "The gonorrhea." Uh, was in their throat, and the doctor said, uh, <laughs> Okay, guys, it's been all my time. There we go. Hey. Ian Levy, everyone! Yay.
I'm so jealous. Everyone else has gotten gonorrhea except me. I've never gotten it. I feel like I feel really left out right now. Uh, your next comedian. I'm not going to comment. Maybe he will. Put your hands together for Brady Pearson. This is the training that's going to be given to you. Oh, my God. Hi, everybody. I'm Brady. Thank you, Pam, for this time. You know, I, I didn't understand the word you said because I don't speak heterosexual, but... Um, yeah, I mean, uh, thanks. Uh, there's a lot of things to talk about. Like, what does this deal with you guys in like alpha and betas? Like, I want I want to thank you for that. Does it mean like you're top or bottom? <laughs> really? Oh my god, that's great. So I look at you, think, oh my god, your legs would be so heavy. I would love that. Sorry, is that not a good room for that? God, you guys should know my material by now, and it hurts me. <sighs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it was a very busy weekend for me. I was out there and uh, had that impromptu orgy again this weekend, and it's really weird when all that hits you in the face. And after I was done, it hit me with the existential question. Huh, I just turned 51 and sucked a lot of dick, and how many miles have cock have I sucked? Does anybody know how many feet are in a mile, anybody? Okay, so you're a cocksucker too, right, Susan? Great, thank you so much. I, I, I knew that of you, that's great, okay. okay. And so like, let's say the average cock is what, maybe six inches? Four inches, but we're being, we're being generous for the, right, the, the men of course in the room are gonna try to make it bigger, right, because that's what we all try to do, right? So let's, we can all agree on six to be generous, probably as an average in this room, I mean. Okay, you know, let's just go with that. Okay, so then, so six inches, that's in a, so that's a foot, a foot of pass, that equals 2,600 feet in a mile. 5,280 feet in a mile, so you're well-versed in this. Oh my God. So you're going for speed, I was just going for, t I wasn't actually trying to time it, but I love that. Oh my God. The speed indicates the distance traveled. Uh, oh, okay. Thank you for that. I'll take that even without comment. Thank you. I mean, what I saw cat, I saw cock fast in Usain Bolt. I don't know. It's not about. It, it's really not about. Okay. Oops. Ah, thanks, guys. <laughs> I love group participation, and since I love you so much, I'm gonna share with you this. Little fantasy of mine where I rewrote Little Orphan Annie is Little Orphan Fanny. And it goes something like this. <clears throat> Your son'll come out tomorrow. Better be a bottom and he'll swallow all my cum. He'll be gay, but he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin, he'll grin and say Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom. Tomorrow, it's only a gay away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brady. Has a beginning to Brady Pearson, everyone. Hooray! Moving right along. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Kavita Singh. Yay!
Is anyone just like really interested in calculating that math? Or is it like just me? You want to know, right? Who's, who's smart here and can like... I, 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 I'm just, you're my friend. That's why I was looking at you. Should we do it? No, no, we shouldn't do it. No, I'm not going to do Asian jokes. Okay, 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 okay. First mic of the day. Only mic of the day. All right, guys, I did, I did a good thing. I did a good thing yesterday. I'm going to talk about it because that's what liberals do, right? They do good shit and then they tell other people because we're good people, right? Um, okay, yeah, all right, I'll talk about it. Uh, context, I graduated from college two years ago. And college was, a, I went to a very liberal school and it was very much of a, a liberal circle jerk. And I graduated from college and I was thinking about like, holy fuck, like you haven't done anything to help people. Like I haven't like volunteered, I haven't really donated to, to, to campaigns and stuff. Um, but I, I do feel like the, the best thing that I've done is that I've stopped posting news to Instagram right, just like news stories about like everyday things that everyone loves to post about, right? They're just like, the police is waging a war on black, like black Americans. And everyone's like, ah. And then it's like, you know, like the Amazon rainforest is on fire, ah. The koalas are being posted up in refugee camps, ah. You know, it's just like really stressful shit that I've stopped posting to. And I feel like, I feel like I've definitely like decreased panic attacks by 5%, right? Because once you post those things and people see them in the morning, it's kind of just like, if you don't have a problem with this, like when you're like when you wake up, then you're a part of the problem. Uh, you know, it's just like really bad. Um, and so I, I feel like I've been useful in that regards, especially like spreading awareness. Spreading awareness is like the most useless thing, I think, form of activism ever. Right, my, my, my least favorite is kind of like the, the pray for, the hashtag pray for. It's like pray for Afghanistan, pray for Yemen. Because like not only, like, like now we pretend like we're not atheistic as fuck, right? And then they're all, they're all the people who are just like, oh yeah, what about, what about uh, Yemen? What about China? What about Madagascar? Like the lemurs have opinions too. And we're just like, okay. I started scraping the crud off of pizza boxes before I recycle them. And like the plastic containers, you know, when like the disgusting old lettuce like kind of like sticks to the sides, I started washing those out. I feel like that's like a big deal. I signed a petition yesterday. I got really excited about that too. Well, I was excited until the man just kept showing me like sheet after sheet after sheet. He was like, this sheet that you have to sign is about uh, increasing income taxes uh, of uh, people over five million people making over five million dollars by one percent, and I was like, okay, I'll sign. And then I was like, I don't know what my zip code is. Remember the zip code? And then I like put that in. And then he was like, this petition is about raising uh, the taxes of like sports related uh, like winnings by ten percent. And I was like, okay. And then by the third petition, he was like, this is what it's about. And I was like, I don't even give a fuck. Like I'll just sign it. Um, it could have been like decreasing the taxes of rich people by 50%, um, but it's classic bait and switch. I did good things, and I guess the outcome of this whole thing is that I am better than all of you. Okay, I'm gonna go. Kavita Singh, everyone! I swear we're gonna try to fit everyone in. Lonnie Terranova! Lonnie! Where'd you go, Lonnie? 
Okay, uh, Denise Lee. Money won't tickle off, we collect a lot. Bigger things, sex enigma, pistol, fertilize your stigma. Stink box, order from Pink Dot. Your seeds get stuck on any blocks, airsoft bugs. So, uh, great news, just got vaccinated for HPV. I actually didn't need to get vaccinated. My doctor told me that based on my medical history, I was uh, very unlikely to be exposed to HPV, which is a very rude medical classification, right? But I felt obligated to get vaccinated anyway because uh, it's free, right? Like, because if it's free, I don't really care what it does, okay? Like, I just want to know that I got a good deal of paying zero dollars. So just stick it in, like jam it inside of me because there is no vaccine that can be as toxic as some of the, you know, like food, beverages, and people that have been inside of me, right? Like I'm, I'm going to be fine. Uh, by the way, this entire set is going to be about HPV, so <laughs> buckle in. It's a, it's a long PSA. No, 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 I'm kidding. Uh, HPV, HPV is for cool people, all right? Like people who partied back in school. But I just look way too tame, all right? Like I wish I had the look of like a sorority girl who like partied hard in college, right? But, but I don't. No, you look at me and you're like, she was, she was in student government. Right, like I don't look like I can throw a rush event, but I do look like I can throw like a pretty lit Susan G. Komen race for the cure fundraiser, right? Like maybe get a little crazy with Rod Solo cups when I recycled them for Earth Week. But but it's fine. Like my mom would have hated me being in a sorority anyway, right? Like she's very conservative. Um, like she's so conservative that I've been afraid to like talk about my sexuality with her. Um, but I just don't think that my mom could handle me coming out to her as a hoe, right? Like, not nothing crazy, just a localized hoe, right? Like, uh, making my way through the city, stopping at all the bus stops, servicing my community. Um, I made that joke at another show once, and this guy came up to me afterwards to give me feedback. Uh, he was white, obviously. Uh, and he just goes, just so you know, you don't look like a hoe. And which is really just a polite way of saying, like, you don't look like you get a lot of action. And I was just so offended by this very correct statement. Like, saying I hoe around is kind of the way I tell my dentist that I floss every day, right? Like, it's, it's very aspirational. So if it happens, like, a couple times a year, I'm like, that's a, that's a habit, right? But, but it's a struggle. Like, at this point, I consider myself, like, an all-you-can-eat buffet, right? Like, there is plenty of ahi tuna to go around. Uh, I told my sister that I want to make a dating profile and just, like, describe myself as having, like, an ahi tuna free-for-all. And she was like, Denise, that's disgusting. People are going to think you have no morals. And I was like, exactly. <laughs> that's that's the point. That is, that is the message I'm trying to send here. Like, was this stand-up comedy or was this just, like, a very tedious self-marketing campaign? All right, I'm Denise. Thank you. Denise Lee! I I'm gonna dream tonight that you're my Peloton instructor. That was lovely. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands together for Jared Cena. How's everybody doing tonight? Woo, thank you, Brandon. 
Swear to God, dude, the one annoying thing about being short is that you're shorter than most mic stands. So, like, if you guys ever see me at an open mic, I'm usually, like, I, in I, intro I do this as my intro. Like, how's everybody doing? Like, on tippy toes and shit. Anyways, I got fucking porn jokes for you guys, so I hope you guys are ready. All right. All right, so uh, I have a stepsister, right? Right? <laughs> So one day, uh, me, one day my parents were, were home somewhere, or they went off somewhere, right? So we were just chilling in my room, right? 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 We're, me and my stepsister are tight, right? And uh, when me and my stepsister were in my room, all we did was play video games. That's it. That's it. That's the joke. We didn't do anything, you dirty fucks. Did anyone expect that I was going to turn that into a sex joke? All right? No. That's fucking gross, dude. What the fuck is porn done to this? Dude, th what the fuck is wrong with that anyways? Dude, like, why would I be fucking my stepsister when I can just do that to my real sister? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck everyone here, dude. That was a great joke. Thank you. Thank you, Brandon. I wrote that joke, and I was like, fuck yeah. All right? I don't fucking need this, guys. I've had a rough week, all right? I messaged 20 women on Tinder. Got zero responses. Zero. I even bought the red receipts for $2.99. Fucking zero, all right? All right, dude, I'm like deep. I'm like down fucking bad right now. Anyways, um, all right, so I'm like, I'm slow. Ever since the pandemic happened, I'm slowly turning into like a, a hardcore porn consumer. Uh, I'm sure you guys can tell with my material. Um, see, I've been... I, see, regular porn does nothing for me, all right? I've been watching, like, hentai, explicit fan art hentai of Shrek. Of Shrek, all right? I've been watching the, the donkey from Shrek, the comic relief voiced by Eddie Murphy and his dragon girlfriend go at it, all right? All right, let me explain to you this picture, all right? The dragon, right? It's all belly up, right? Belly up, feet in the air, right? And the donkey is laying on its bed, on its vagina like it's a bed. And somehow the donkey's dick is big enough to fit inside the entire cervix. You know, let me, let me show you guys what I've been looking at. Let me show you guys. Let me show you guys. Look at this, guys. This is what I've been looking at. <laughs> huh? Yes, I have that fucking big bookmarked. All right? All right, dude? There's just something so empowering, because, like, I'm a little guy, dude, seeing a little fucking donkey, the comic relief, fuck a big-ass dragon, dude. I feel so empowered, dude. All right, you know, anyways, that's my time. Thank you, everybody. Jared Cena, everybody feeling empowered. Did Rachel Pinson leave? Uh, your next comedian, Dan Britton. Hi, everybody. As you can tell by my outfit, you're now back in ninth grade chemistry class. I'll be handing out uh, flyers to my undesirable location immersion trip after class, so just come and see me if you have any questions. I just saw the new Matrix. I thought that that was cool, but I thought that the homeless population was really underrepresented in that movie. It took place in San Francisco, and I thought that amongst all of the bullets that Neo was dodging, there should have been a homeless guy putting a VCR on top of a shopping cart. 
just for authenticity, you know? I thought that somebody should have like snuck into the Nebuchadnezzar just to try and steal more red pills, you know what I mean? Somebody was talking about national tragedies earlier and like the slogans that come out of national tragedies. Like I remember when the terrible bombing happened at the Boston Olympics, they were like, Boston strong. You know, like, thank God no tragedies ever happened in Baltimore because it's hard to be making an empowering slogan about Baltimore. Like, Baltimore, if you leave, we get it. <laughs> I have an aunt named Karen and she's a total bitch. Um, she kind of found out what the fuck the rest of us were up to, and so she legally changed her name. She changed her name to Lauren, which I have to say is the most Karen name to change your name to. <laughs> I've always thought about going plant-based. I've really, like, I always want to eat healthier. You always want to take better care of your body, but it's just the fucking arrogance of vegan people that make me not want to do it. I was getting dinner with my buddy and one of his, uh, not one of his, but his fiance. And uh, she starts having terrible gas during the, during the meal, and she was vegan. She goes, uh-oh, those are my vegan farts. Like, like, I just can't believe the arrogance that you think that you're better than us when you're shitting your pants. It's too much. That joke was no good. Um, is it just me, or have... Pet owners, like, lost their fucking minds in the past few years. They, like, they'll, like, carry a dog around in, like, a kangaroo pouch and just be like, this is my baby, this is my fur baby. Like, uh, surprise. Uh, no, it's fucking not. And, like, have you seen people who, like, dye, like, their dog's hair? Like, they'll, like, just put, like, a highlight of pink on the dog's tail. It's like the dog is like, oh, thank you so much for doing that. That really helps my self-esteem even though I can't tell the fucking difference between the colors to begin with. Thank you so much. Anyway, I'm Dan Britton. Good night. Yay, Dan Britton. Always wonderful. You're an nice comedian. He's been so patient. Put your hands together for Orion Levine. Yay. What's up, guys? Thanks for sticking around. You know the drill. Um, I've been... Uh, I, I did a, a private gig recently, not to brag. I did a private gig for my family, and uh, they didn't go well. Tough crowd, super white, and they they hated the show. They had two notes. They said I was uh, too dirty and ruined Thanksgiving, but um, that's okay. I, if you walk out that door, it's going to hurt me a little bit. Um, <laughs> just do what you want. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was a tough show. Still, still got paid though. Stole hundred bucks out of my aunt's purse. So, oh, that's a joke. I love my aunt. It's her sister. I can't fucking stand. Yeah, my mom sucks. Uh, who, whoever told my mom about Instagram? I hope you rot in hell. Uh, <laughs> I don't know which one of my enemies did that, but she's she's on Instagram. She has 144 followers, which is pretty good. That's like 5K in mom units, and uh, she follows she follows 857 people, and somehow all of them are my ex girlfriends, and which is 
Which is not the truth. I actually checked. I wrote that joke before I checked. I checked. She follows zero of my ex-girlfriends. So she's on a homie policy with me, which feels good. Um, but she's she's trash on Instagram. Her, her branding's off. Um, and she she won't stop uh she's too positive for instagram she she you know she sends a lot of uh motivational pictures to me and it's at the point where i blocked her ass uh i uh, at this point i would prefer QAnon propaganda to some of the motivational memes that she sends me uh she sent me an image of a bumblebee and in cursive over the bumblebee it just said be who you want to be so and now i want to be an orphan that's where i'm at so Right, all the cool kids are orphans. Batman, Spider-Man, Stuart Little, they're all orphans. All right, I, uh, uh, Kavita was talking about trying to be a better person. I'm trying to do the same thing. I've been donating to the economy, and, um, I, uh, somebody hacked into my Hulu. Um, <laughs> that's someone, I, I feel like I'm not saying Hulu right, but, uh, Someone hacked into my Hulu, and I tried to do the right thing and just let them chill, uh, you know, a homie policy. And they, uh, I, I, I set up some pretty strict ground rules. It was like, you get to watch Hulu for free. It's the ads version. And you, uh, you just can't tell anybody uh, about the Love Island I've been watching and um, just hang out. And then they changed the password on me. So now I'm stuck paying $5 a month so somebody in Bangladesh can watch Hulu. And... All right, get out of here. Bye. Orion Levine. He's got a homie in Bangladesh. Very cool. All right, your next comedian. Put your hands together for David Samuel. Yay. Yay. What's up, guys? I'm five foot seven, but I make up for it by being really poor. Yeah, what's up? It's good to be poor. I just got Medi-Cal. My doctor's an anti-masker, so I'm getting my money's worth. It's a good time. It's good to go in there. He's not wearing a mask. He's like, do you need help? I was like, I think you need help, you know? <laughs> do you want to read some literature? I'm like, yeah, I brought my own, actually, you know? Okay. Um, I like to go into the doctor, though. I'm a little addicted, I think. That's because I have a fetish for getting hit with little tiny hammers. <laughs> That's the only place they do that. So I'm there a lot. Medi-Cal doctors are cool, man. My doctor's office is actually like next door to a restaurant. It's in a strip mall. And it's literally like while you're getting like a checkup, you can hear someone just like yelling in Spanish and washing dishes, which is, that's fun. Like I'm used to that environment. I feel at home there a little bit. But he did this thing where he's like stethoscoping me, right? And all I can hear is Spanish and dishes. And it's like, I don't think he really gave me a good checkup. Like, how did he hear? How did he hear? All right. Let's see. I, um, I fist fought my dad a few years ago. That's a good time. That's a white trash quinceanera, if you guys don't know. That's what that is. Well, we fought because I, well, at the time I was a heroin addict, right? My dad is a very hardcore alcoholic. He's so hardcore that even through my heroin phase, I was like, you need help. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, get it together, you know? Oh, welcome in. Um, but we fought because uh, my dad wanted to go to rehab, 
uh, and he's hammered one night and he was like, take me to rehab. So I took him to rehab and then we get there and he's like, actually, never mind. It's like, well, like, you, can't, you can't do that, right? So I was like, all right, we'll settle for like the second best thing, which is AA meetings. And I grew up going to AA meetings. I'm very familiar. I think AA only really works for men. Like it's predominantly men because I think women go, okay, all you do is talk. <laughs> like that's not going to help me at all. All right. That's new. Um, but yeah, so we go into the AA meeting. My dad is hammered. Everyone was jealous. I could feel it on them, you know? <laughs> they were like, that's... Because I don't know if you guys know this about AA, but you're not supposed to be drunk in the meeting. That's like one of the rules. So he's hammered, and this woman is like telling the heartfelt story, right? It's like different types of AA meetings. One they read from a book. That one sucks. The other one they talk about their family. That one sucks. The third one, the best one... They talk about like how they figured out they had a problem. Those are the most fun AA meetings. Sometimes people, like most stories in AA, it's just like, well, I was realized I was drinking on Mondays for Monday Night Football, and then it went over to two. It's like that story sucks. You know? Is that two? Is that the light? One minute. You know, that story fucking sucks. But every now and then you get someone in there that's like, and then I crashed a plane. It's like, okay, that's a good story. Like... Those are the ones I want to hear. Well, this woman's telling like one of the boring ones, and she's like, you know, my family, they hated me. It's really sad. Uh, and then my dad interrupted her, and my dad was, stands up in the meeting, and he goes, this is my boy right here. And it's like, at that point, you have to fight him, right? It's like interrupting a woman. You're crazy. Okay. Thank you guys so much. I'm David Samuel. David Samuel, everyone. Well, we did it. I'm not going to submit. I'm not going to force you guys to listen to my jokes. Really? Like, uh, okay. Uh, it's me. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Yay. Yay. Well, this has been fun. You guys are all nice. You didn't abandon. You didn't abandon each other. Like your father. I don't know. My family abandoned me. I have a lot of abandonment issues. That's why I love drinking so much. Because <laughs> I can't remember anything. It's good. Uh, I changed my life so I could drink all the time. Like I used to be married. We were thinking about having a kid. Uh, I left him because I like drinking. <laughs> and I hate responsibility. Uh, I got a DUI. I crashed my car. I went to those classes. And I'm in the classes. And they say, who has a plan to never be here again. And he looks at me and goes, what's your plan? And I said, I will never drive again. <laughs> he was like, I will see every one of you motherfuckers again except her. She's the only one with a real plan. I was like, I know. Never gonna. I don't want to have kids. I don't want to be a bad mom. I want to be a good drunk. Do you see? There's no one I'm responsible to. I can't get parking tickets. I can't kill anybody. Can't drive a car. Can't get myself around. I'm on the bus. The only person I can hurt is myself. <laughs> Which, quick story about that. Only because you were talking about alcoholism. This was the in 2020. I took the month of February off booze because I did this show and it was a sold out show and it was by David Roth and there were 80 people upstairs and it was an open bar and I had been day drinking <laughs> and I decided oh I have this great big show tonight and I'm so excited and Chelsea Bears is on it and everyone's amazing and it's David Roth and I'm going to do just great and I didn't eat and then I got there 
and they had this open bar and I was like, oh, just one bit, just one IPA, just one. And then I was like, just one vodka with the thing in the, it's like cucumber smell in the mint, you know, it's just one. And then I was on stage and looking at people and it wasn't working. And I was like, I'm doing my jokes, but it sounded like, I'm knock, knock, drunk lady, feminism, chewing the whiskey dick. <laughs> like that was pretty much what was happening. So I get off stage and I'm like so upset and I get another beer from the bar and I go sit on the stairs and I'm like, I should leave. And it was on Fell Street and I was walking down Fell Street and ha ha, I fell on my face and I, had to get 15 stitches in my eye, but I'm on Medi-Cal, so it was no big deal because I didn't have you know, any responsibility fiscally. And so the Medi-Cal surgeon was so good, she actually gave me an eye lift. Like I got a free eye lift. Is that, isn't that amazing? Like a free, so I'm hoping next time I'm a drunk and I fall, I fall on the other side so I can even out my eyes. Or better yet, maybe I can fall on my chest and I'll get a Medi-Cal boob job. <laughs> okay, thank you guys for staying and listening to my jokes. You're all wonderful. Um, I'll see you tomorrow at OMG, maybe, or Wednesday at Asiento, maybe, or Thursday at Bar Dolores, maybe, or Friday, maybe, here, or Saturday, maybe, Atlas. Thank you, everybody. Yay! Oh, where Fly spitting out of my grill before it hit the sky with springtime colors. Juicy as a sun kiss. Certain bros double dust this. They covered in they wrist pills, berry blazes. Straighten the comb, left on the stove. Closing my lady here. Plus yours, the look old guard. The old chain and ball technique. Got these vegetable lasagna niggas in their whips. Jumping out they seats. 18. Bronzeman part two. We like Dorothy Hamill on ice. We in your hood. We might circle. Hats down low on the range. Switch lanes. Change my tire. Peel out. Real loud at least. Stay Joe. I sit it on your hood, kid. I sit it on your hood. Got to your burner too late. I'm looking real good. Let's watch I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of... <laughs> you uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. Let's watch full-length movies. Let's do a full-minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next month. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. 
They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Hey, Mutineers, Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Since 1971, the San Francisco Tenants Union has been fighting for the rights of tenants and for the preservation of affordable housing in San Francisco. Starting from the struggle for rent control in the 1970s, the Tenants Union has been the city's leading advocate for tenants. The Tenants Union is supported by membership and counseling donations, and this enables advocacy to be uncompromising and not influenced by pressures from government or other funders. It is a 501c4 since it campaigns for political candidates, so generally donations are not tax deductible, although large donations may qualify. Please visit WFTU.org for more information. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Black, black, plastic. Mutiny Radio. FM. Saturday. Noon to two. Every Saturday. All music. All night. ACLU of California reminds us that we have the right to speak out. Both the California Constitution and the First Amendment to the United States Constitution protect our rights to free expression. There are many questions we face when we decide to organize and speak out. Do we need a permit? Are there limitations? Or when or when can we not demonstrate? What about civil disobedience? For all of this information, please check out ACLUNC.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Alex! Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives 
him to smoke it. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be... Like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way! What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> breakfast and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great big fat nation. As your Chancellor I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And 
invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion and love with passion and our passion who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution who would rather die than fall in line to conform who constantly challenge the norm who greet each and every day as if just born i say to you i know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact and in fact i know it best when i say to you i love you starts at six o'clock which is right now yeah you're listening to mutiny radio dot fm in dot sf and it is time for the happy hour mutiny radio comedy open mic slash outdoor show at seven o'clock it's gonna be so fun yay Alyssa westerland's on the show i'm so excited you can always donate to mutiny radio at mutiny radio in under venmo or our gofundme just look it up 